All right, welcome back to It Hurts to Be Pretty. Seems like forever since I've been on this mic, but I'm so excited to be back. I am Angel Renee, the host of It Hurts to Be Pretty. And I'm Lexi Wilk, and oh, how we've missed you. It's been a whole month. It has been forever. I missed it. So back in full effect. We have a special guest on today, and she is not only, uh, well, she started off as a client. Yeah. Turned friend quickly, and that's kind of how it goes when you connect with people. Oh, 100%. And um, so we have Sandra on, and Sandra was part of our Women 22 event, and um, I met her, gosh, maybe four years, five years ago, yeah. four or five years ago. Five or six. I mean, yeah. time is flying. I met you and you kind of helped me with some projects of mine. Yeah. But I'm so excited to have you back to talk about what you're passionate about. Yeah. And it was so well last time. It went so well. We got deep into our vision and our vision boards that we wanted to have you back. Yeah. And what a great time for October, first of, you know, first yeah. of the month, this kind of thing, so we can set our priorities straight. Yeah, I am speechless very rarely. <laughs> I could talk for days, but the last episode left me speechless. Just, Aww. you're incredible. So Thanks, Sandra is the owner of Smart Cookies, a financial expert and a yeah. visualization expert. Yes. That event, by the way, was amazing. Thank it you. It was so, it's been fun for years to watch that evolve, but to be a part of it and to feel the energy and to just live it and be immersed in it was so, so fun. And I loved how... All the women just were helping each other. And yeah. I, I know when you started to set up your booth. Oh, my God. You poor thing. I could see her kind of struggling, <laughs> helping. And one of the ladies is like, she w- she had nothing to do with your company. And she just rushed right over to help mm-hmm. you set up. Nicola which Which I feel me. is so sweet because, you know, that's the whole point of yeah. the Women 22 yeah. to be there for each other. That's just it. And the night before, I literally was like having cold sweats because I truly was like, I don't know how I'm going to pull off this booth and all the things. And then, but I just had this faith, you know, that feeling when I'm like, the bright people are going to be there. It's going to mm. be okay. And sure enough, Nicola saved me that day. So I literally sweet. went home and cried. I was like, this Aww. angel, I don't know how. Isn't she so sweet? She's so sweet. And mm-hmm. fast forward, she's actually helping me now with the vision boards. Look at that. Oh, that gave me chills. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, just what came out of that event was was so beautiful. So Awesome. So well, about that. we're excited to hear what you've kind of built and started and yeah. collabed. And I know last time it was the the foundation you were starting off I don't believe that you just started but you were kind of launching it yeah it was in the initial phases so smart cookies has been a business for like like I keep saying 10 years but it's way more than 10 years now it's 15 plus years and like Lexi said we started out as talking about money and personal finances and I just had this nudge a few years ago like there was something else there was something more but I didn't know what it was. And mm. so ironically, like through the process of my own vision boarding process, came this idea of really creating an elevated, not only product to create your vision board, but also bringing people into really a process and one that's backed by neuroscience and psychology and isn't just sort of a random feel your way through it process, but a real guided journey. And so that was the evolution of the first ever product that Smart Cookies had ever created. We had our books and we had TV shows, but we were very much a media and a digital product brand. So to have an actual physical product has been crazy, such a journey, so gratifying, but also 
so many mistakes, so many like waking up in cold sweats. Like I've never had to really, to be honest, like invest money in something. Yeah. Um, just scary. Like, like that. It's just a whole new, but that's where the expansion happens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we can dig into that. But so that's where Smart Cookies has evolved now into not only the money piece, but also all areas of your life. How do you see that vision? How And then how do you actually actualize that vision and bring it to life? Yeah. So what is the difference between manifestation and visualization? Or is it the same thing? Yeah, that's a great question. Okay, so I see manifestation as the actual actualizing, like there's a tangible something now, right? So the vision has been realized. When you're visualizing something, that's just it. You're almost tricking your brain. And there's scientific research that proves this. When you're visualizing a goal, for example, that you have, and you're visualizing yourself living it, feeling it, like Mm. how it the celebration you're having, how you feel, the sounds around you, your brain actually cannot differentiate whether that is you pretending it's happening or it's actually happening. Mm -hmm. So I just got chills. Like, it's such a cool thing because it's that moment. Like, that's how manifestation happens, right? It's like you train your brain to not like, oh, that'd be cool if it's happened. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. Like, I already know that it's happened. So then what happens is your brain is going to – I mean, we're bombarded every day by – so much information, right? So so much. So our brains have this natural selection process, they have to, of what they're going to filter out, what is important, what isn't. So when you have that vision, all of a sudden, your brain is going to filter out the things and tune into the pieces of information, the opportunities that you may have missed had you not had the vision to help you then bring that vision to life. It's a pretty magical Magical, but also it, it really is science too. And about I kind of want to say something to that point with closing your eyes and kind of visualizing yeah. you in that moment because your brain really doesn't know time of le- that sort. Absolutely. Yep. So that's why us living in our past so much. Like oh I can, you can close your eyes and I can think about the pain, the trauma that you know my ex husband caused me, or relive a memory. And tears will start to flood because your body's experiencing it as if it's all over again. And so that's why living in our past is so hurtful to us. Also, not just past, right? We sometimes we are, um, what do I want to say? Like when we're anxious about tomorrow, like, so we think bad. So instead of the good things that could happen tomorrow, we're thinking like, what if this happens? What if I get in a car accident tomorrow? What if I do this? What if I do that? And so our brain, we're we're feeding all this into our brain instead of the good of what could happen. And to that point earlier, I was um, taking some notes for the next podcast. And I looked at my journal because before I had your vision board, I used to jot down all my visions just everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah, I have them everywhere. Same. Um, And... I saw a note that said, you know, I want to buy a a house for my sons. Mm. And then above that said, I want to make X amount of money this year. And we've already surpassed that. Yes. So it's crazy to me how when you set your goals and you – and to me, I'm like, wow, I should have shot higher. <laughs> that was kind of low, Angel. <laughs> Again, we, totally. we sometimes don't think we're capable of that. We're afraid yeah. to dream. We're yeah. afraid to think big. So, yeah, I love the thought of a vision board and speaking things into existence. I'm a huge believer in that. Yeah. And to your point, we spend so much time 
stuck in the past, Mm -hmm. stuck in the worst case scenario. And it really is a practice. And it's hard. It is not easy because we've spent our entire lives in this like circuit, right? Of, Mm -hmm. Of playing small and not believing in ourselves and just all the things that keep us safe, really, right? Like there's real conditioning around that. But slowly but surely taking those steps. I think that's why the vision board is so powerful because I think when you do it with intention and you're like – those goals are so meaningful and aligned in your values, Mm -hmm. then you have like an anchoring point, Mm -hmm. right? Like when you're feeling so scattered and you're really in your thoughts and in your mind and you're like spiraling down that that spiral that we all go down, then it's just a, it's a visual reminder to just center yourself and to ground in what's possible instead of being stuck in what we think is possible because there's so much more available to us like right now and that's a that's a really I I try to anchor myself in that it's just knowing that those opportunities are are literally right there like around us all the time just waiting for our eyes to catch them and so that's why it's so powerful I think to self-doubt and just fear is a hundred percent the issue so what do you recommend someone do if they're like, well, the what ifs, right? If I do this, this can go wrong. What is a way that we can alter our thought process? Yeah. And it has to be an active process um, because we so quickly (laughs) go down those spirals. So what I would recommend, and that's why I created sort of the journal that goes with and a guide that goes with the process. So you create your intention or your vision, right, in different areas of your life. And then what I would do is be really honest with yourself in the journal about the immediate thought that comes into your head. So let's say, for example, you're looking for a new relationship and immediately your thought is like, well, I don't deserve that. Or, you know, the past has shown me this or I'm unlovable or men are horrible. Yeah, men are horrible or (laughs) I'm not pretty enough or whatever your mind, like just be honest about those thoughts just do a thought like dump almost and then just be conscious of those thoughts and daily reframe them so write a reframe for them and then actively look for evidence that that because it's bullshit like that thought is not real we all know that right but it's it's easier said than done so actively reframing that rewriting the belief re-saying it and then collecting evidence and what I mean by that is who is someone you admire who has found a relationship that is really inspiring and lights you up? And put mm-hmm. that picture on your vision board, mm-hmm. right? So you can kind of surround – Oprah. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> Mama Oprah. Mama Oprah. Just in all the spaces. Oh, all there the you go. Spaces. Just one day going to be Mama Oprah. <laughs> you are. You are. You speak it into existence. I love it. Well, I saw something on your Instagram story. I think it was this weekend. And I don't know if it was your son – napping and you were joking or if you have your child visualized before a soccer game yeah his eyes were closed in the back seat of your car yeah. so tell me about that because yeah. i think that's so badass that you're embedding that in your children yeah i mean he so my son plays hockey so and he's a goalie and it really is a mental game like especially that position and i mean we talk about vision boarding and visualization all the time and i actually did so he was part of a hockey camp over the summer with these boys who were in middle school to high school and we did vision boards with all of them which was the cutest thing ever but yeah so we talk about that a lot about how do you not only want to see the game going but also how do you see yourself reacting to those challenges frustration. So also, you know, imagine a goal gets, a goal is going to get scored on you. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to have challenges in life always. So it's like, how do we visualize how we're going to react in mm-hmm. that too, to like 
center ourselves. So, so yeah, he was sitting in the back of the car and I just looked over and he had his AirPods in and his like hands were in this little like prayer and he was so deep. I was uh, like, I can't. That would send me over. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, when our kids. Like, they, yeah. yeah. And we really just awesome. don't, I didn't tell him to do it. So that's one of those things where it's like, they really do pick up on those things that are, are just, I mean, they pick up on everything, mm-hmm. the good, the bad, but that was one good. So we'll take yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it follows them even when they're older. Cause my daughter, yeah. my sons are always like, well, mom, you got to pray. You got to believe that. Yeah. And Gabby is always reminded me remember what you said you always tell me speak it into existence yes and so it's funny when when they tell you as kids as they get older you're like okay i know shut up <laughs> shit i'm having a moment got, yeah exactly let me get through my <laughs> shit out <laughs> well, no i think it's great for people who don't have their hands on one of your vision board kits right now yeah should we do a little mock October visualization and goal setting? Yes. Like what we should do today yeah. to set the upcoming month up for success? Yes. I love that. I love that. So the way that I typically start is by going through some different life spaces. So at the core of any vision, whether it's like your yearly vision or whatever, is something that I like to call your essence. And what I mean by that is um, if you don't, if that word just doesn't resonate with you, it's really core values, right? Like who you are showing up as your like highest self. And so just writing even a few words, like if you close your eyes and imagine yourself this October, this month, and I love doing it month by month too, because it's like, oh, sometimes it gets overwhelming to be like Mm -hmm. my three-year vision. Like what the fuck? I don't know. So day by day, like how do you want to show up? Like what do you look like? What energy do you resonate? How do people feel around you when you walk into a room? So, Lexi, why don't you just – why don't you answer that right now? Like, if you oh, are – I regret this question. No, no, no. We don't have to go too deep into it. But Shit, just let it go. <laughs> All right. You have to do it. Let's do it. No, but truly. So if you okay. imagine – it doesn't need to be deep. But just, like, the first word that comes into mind. Like, when you walk into a room this October – what is the energy that you want people to feel around you? One word. Mm-hmm. Can I just, can I say a couple? Yeah, just let it flow. I feel like I want to. Ha- no, I don't want to. I will have yeah. a radiating energy that people want to be around and that yeah. are inspired by. Yes, so obviously, that. struggling with mental health is a big thing. It's Mental Health Awareness Month. Yeah, also, yeah. Yep. you get down <laughs> and you tell yourself the what ifs. So my main goal of this month is to shut that part of me up. And just be positive and present and radiating, really. Yeah. Mm. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Two words I really felt there were radiating and inspiring and wanting people to feel that around you. Mm-hmm. I love that. What about you, Angel? When I walk in a room, they better start laughing. Not because ah. I look silly, but because I think I'm funny. <laughs> you are funny. You are um, funny. You know, I want people to feel inspired. Yeah. And I want them to feel love because I I, mm-hmm. I feel um, sometimes I'm portrayed a certain way on social media that I'm a hard ass and I'm not approachable but I would literally give the shirt off my back yeah. maybe not today because I'm not wearing a bra <laughs> but I would yeah. definitely do and go above and beyond not only for the girls that work for me but for like I'm in the in the business where I help people and this is my calling and this 100%. is my gift. So if I walk into a room for a consult, I want them to know that I'm there yeah. to – I want them to feel that love, that yeah. I'm tr- – I genuinely l- want to treat their skin because I love what I do. Yeah. So I want them to feel that. Yeah, yeah. I would say you you do do that. 
that that's oh, such a beautiful awesome. intention. That's yeah. that's awesome. So from there, that's like the core, right? Like that's the biggest part. That's the hardest part. But then from there, it's all the fun stuff, right? So like when you think about your relationships and relationships can be with yourself, can be with your kids, can be with your friends, like just even setting an intention for, could be an actual goal or an intention. Like what do you want to accomplish or bring to life this mm-hmm. month in that area of your life? So, so thinking about that, Lexi, what's something that comes to mind in relationships? Being present. Yeah. I think it all comes down to shutting off my chatter in the what if. So again, being present, not worrying about what else I have to do and really giving myself the space to give that person my all, whether it be friends, my boyfriend, but it's been her boss, my boss. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I am the world's worst texter on earth. And I think it's because I'm so overwhelmed with getting Mm -hmm. back to people And then it makes me look like a shitty person. So I I really want to work on being present this month with whether it be a text or my boyfriend and parents. Yeah. And just being there. Yeah. Amazing. What about you, Angel? Angel's going to have this crazy elaborate answer again. I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I forgot the question. (laughs) Relationship. (laughs) Relationship. I was thinking about what you were saying. Um, You're a present. You're a present. See, that's what I'm working on. Look at you. You're already one step. (laughs) Relationships. So either with your kids or calling in a partner or with anyone. Like what's something? My partner. Your partner. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I read this book. I think I have it. The Ooh. Power of One More. Oh, I love and it. I read that through my month of being gone. Yeah. But I I want to – it just means going the extra mile every time. So even if I felt like I was doing good yesterday, how can I do even better than I was yesterday? So just a tiny bit, right? Yeah. Even if it's a tiny bit. So with my friends, like she was saying, being present, being a good listener, because mm-hmm. um, especially with our friends because we're so busy – I know Lexi's probably like this. We spend like the first 30 minutes trying to catch up with mm-hmm. our lives that they've missed that's two, three months. So yeah. to just be a listener and to the small things, I think, that mm-hmm. are what matter 100%. to me, yeah. you know, especially I as agree. I get older, it's not the big things anymore. It's more just the the bonding, the like yesterday I had a brunch with my two girlfriends and we yeah. do it every few months. And it was so great. It was yeah. just that little moment that we needed. And we don't text every day. It's no. not what we do. And so for me, I just want to be a good friend. Like Lexi was saying, just being present yeah. and going the extra mile yeah. in, in so many areas that even you're like, well, what can I do extra today mm-hmm. Yeah, that I didn't do yesterday? Yeah. And even one of the things that I'm trying to work on too is even like I'll be going for a walk and be like, oh, I should text like Ange. And then like life gets busy and just yes. like just in that moment, like don't have to write back just thinking of about you, yeah. like, mm-hmm. love you. You know what I mean? Like, I think those little things, like, sometimes we think, like, oh, my God, we have to plan, like, a whole, like, weekend and a whole, mm-hmm. like, situation. And it can be just, like, the smallest little thing. Yeah. And there's nothing as good as a client randomly just bringing in a bouquet of flowers yes. or just a cookie or a cupcake. Oh, my like, God. It's goes, the best. It's the sweetest thing. We think, like, wow, they thought of us. We're like, why? Yeah. Why? yeah. They, they <laughs> thought of feeding us. You know, like, when was the so last thoughtful. time you took your, 
your hairstylist a, yeah, a coffee. cookie. <laughs> There's a cookie. Thanks for doing my hair. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so thoughtful. So when people do that for our office, I'm so blown away. Like, yeah. wow, thank you. We get so excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And inspired to do the same. Yes. Yeah. And then it carries forward in yeah. all of the things. So for sure. I love that. And then there's different. Do you want me to keep going through the sure. different ones? Okay, perfect. Okay, so let's go to well-being next. So well-being covers a lot. So mm-hmm. you can have several goals or just and maybe a focused intention. But again, focusing on mental health this month, big time. That definitely falls into the well-being category, exercise, just your general well-being and how you treat your body and your mind. So what's a goal? Angel, maybe we'll start with you. I feel like this is such a good exercise for yeah. you, especially after coming off like a month where you've like recentered yourself. Yeah. So what, what's like top priority for you? What is that? I really have done really well with my eating and even being away, not drinking too much this weekend. Meh. But um, <laughs> it's all about balance. Yeah. I definitely want to kick up my workout a little more and really dive into, especially because in, in January, we will be launching a health um, coaching system for our, for Angel Aesthetics. So to really um, understand why I take the supplements that I do mm-hmm. um, and understanding my body a little yeah. more, especially getting older. I want to learn, like, why am I taking this multivitamin? You know, back in the day, you just took it because everyone was doing it. So more of the educational process for me, because I'm not going to stop drinking, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) To be clear. To To be be clear. clear. (laughs) Well, when you asked that question, it got me thinking, too, because this is probably why I've not achieved my wellness, well-being goals. I always just say, I just want a better well-being. I want to sleep better. I want to do this. I want to do that. But it's never like a concrete, I am going to do this. If we're getting concrete right now, sleep, if you've listened to the Bad Habits episode, I was supposed to correct that. (laughs) Okay. And I have been getting a little better, you know, whatever, but (laughs) sleep 100%. And then I was kind of recently diagnosed with a health situation. So really focusing on improving that instead of every day just hoping it goes away with your diet, supplementation, exercise. But I guess I really need to think about how concrete to get, how detailed. So how detailed should we be getting? Like writing an actual, I'm going to do this every day. Yeah. So I feel like this is so perfect. So for a goal like that, I don't think you have to do that for all your goals. I think that gets overwhelming. And then Mm -hmm. we're like, what the hell? And then we don't do anything. But usually there's like one area that pops out and it's Mm -hmm. kind of like a focus area is what I would call it. And that's where I would go concrete. Even if it's just for the month. Three aligned actions are what I would say. So by the end of the month, I will or I have done X, Mm -hmm. Y, and Z, right? So three tangible things that you can measure, like have I done it or have I not Mm -hmm. done it? And just taking itty-bitty steps Mm -hmm. every day towards that goal. Mm -hmm. And so those ones I would get concrete with, but the other ones maybe be a little more gentle with yourself. Like it's okay to be gentle and soft in some areas of your life and a little more like, okay, I need, I need the support. I need the accountability. Like I need to really dial in to this one particular area of my life. So Mm -hmm. I would, I would use, and that's where you can use the digital planner too that just Mm -hmm. came out because that will help you take that and break it down into monthly and weekly aligned actions that you can actually track your progress to be like, what the hell? Like, what have I 
I actually done to move the needle towards this goal? Mm -hmm. Do we give ourselves a reward at the end of each month? Like, is there like a process? Like, do I (laughs) do I get a day off work if I accomplish my goals? I'm rewarding you. Because I used to say, okay, every paycheck when I was in sales, if I hit this amount, I'm going to buy myself a new pair of pants. Yeah, or whatnot. I mean, it's like back Mm -hmm. to Pavlov's dog. Yeah. uh, yeah, I don't know. I think do it along the way. I think give yourself a little shit. Like, what's something that would be – and it doesn't need to be, like, extravagant, but, like, giving yourself a spa day at home or, yeah. like, taking a night to have a bath and a glass of wine. I would do little steps every week. Give yourself something, okay. right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, what do I – what I would suggest too is imagine yourself, okay, so I've achieved my goal. How do I feel? So you've improved your health and you can take some time going through that for yourself. Like, how do I want to feel at the end of the month after I've achieved my goal? And then whatever feeling that is, that's what you want to anchor the reward in. Mm. And you can give yourself that along the way. So if you, the feeling is like ease and rested and energized. So along the way, along this month, every week, set an intention and set a goal to infuse that feeling, anything that gives that feeling to you into your day. Because back to like conditioning your brain, like then you're putting yourself in that mindset. You're getting yourself used to what that feels like. And And it goes along with our habits podcast that we launched, you know, creating a new habit, you you want to reward yourself because then you create that habit. You, You get a new habit to get rid of the old habit. Right. And then you reward yourself and that makes it a lot better and easier to attain because you're rewarding yourself. Yeah, make it fun. Make it fun. That's the whole point. The point is to feel good, right? Like not to suffer, not to – it's about making choices that are getting you closer to your vision. It's not about – depriving yourself this goes back to the money piece like it's not about depriving yourself or diet or anything the minute you start to like deprive yourself and punish yourself and like that's such old school thinking right we're like we have to like suffer to get what we want and yes there's choices that you have to make for sure but I think it's a more expansive way of looking at things that it can actually feel good to be on the journey of achieving your goals and to not feel guilty about that. Like, what the fuck is that about? Like, I'm bettering myself. So why do I feel like I need to, like, suffer and sacrifice? And and you almost, like, wear it as a badge of honor, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm working 50 hours a week and, like, I'm so busy and Mm -hmm. I'm sleep deprived and all the things. And, like, what life is that? Like, the point is to create a life worth living. And so doing the things every day that are going to get you closer to that should be the goal for sure. I love that. So on your blog – Yes. You wrote an incredible article and it was titled The One Question You Should Ask Yourself. Oh, God. What was it? (laughs) (laughs) Remind me. What was the genius thing that I said? Yeah, I want to know. The question was. Oh, my God. She's like, thank you for keeping it real. Because I would have been like, shit, what did I say? I'm always like that. Okay, good. Okay, well, the question was, and it got me thinking, what would you ask for if nothing were Mm. off limits? And I think that's pretty damn powerful. Let's get into it. Because I think that's, especially when you start to vision board or whether you're vision boarding or not, asking yourself what you really want. Mm -hmm. Is like, like be honest. What happens when you like? If I was like Lexi, nothing is off limits. You limit. You immediately totally. right? Like you set mil- up those walls in your head immediately. Yeah, it's like um, you. When I first started doing vision, and I still struggle with it. Yeah, because I grew up um not having v- very much, and I grew up 
poor. And so when I'm doing a vision board the first time, I remember thinking like, well, that's really expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, And in fact, the first time I did a vision board was when I worked for someone else. And I remember writing an amount down of what I needed to make just to survive for me and my three kids. Again, I was limiting myself. And I didn't even know I was going to be a business owner at that time, right? So I'm like, I think we automatically get this in our head that we're like it's unattainable Mm -hmm. and that's why i'm a big kanye west fan you guys know that anyone who knows me knows i love um his crazy ass but (laughs) he definitely doesn't limit himself his brain is just like in people think he's crazy and and all these things but the cool thing is is he doesn't limit himself of what he's capable of even to the fact where he ran for president <laughs> so it's like he still yeah. did yeah he still ran for president and people thought he was crazy and and me included like wow he's really gonna run for president <laughs> yeah. he's really doing he's it he's doing yeah. this yeah. and i am guilty of limiting myself of even when you say that question a little bit of fear grips me mm-hmm. because even now i'm afraid it's gonna be taken away from me yes. because i've yes. worked really hard for me yeah. for it yeah you know and when you have experienced failure such you know i've been open about my failure in my marriage you're afraid to ask for love again because well what if it ends up like this you know so again to really open your mind of like i do deserve these things you know i do deserve w- what i'm asking for yes yeah but also putting in the work. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, we can ask for all this shit. Let's just keep in mind. You know, you can say, I want to I wanna lose weight or I want a healthy relationship. And then you don't do the work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't it's, fall into your lap It doesn't work like that, pumpkin. No. Yeah, like, yeah, you don't yeah. s- sprinkle magic dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's... And voila. Yeah, yeah. no, you got to put the work in and be in motion. That's what I said. Like, like manifestations, the universe will meet us when we're in motion and we're moving. And the most powerful way to manifest is moving through fear Mm -hmm. and scary scary as fuck yeah i'm going mm -hmm. through something right now that lexi knows about and the next step for angel aesthetics and it is scary it's one of those things that you have to move through fear and i and i remember having this feeling a couple times in my life with, with with my business because it is a scary big move yeah and you have to go through that process because if the easy way is to be com- comfortable. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yes. And yes. I don't move like that. Anyone who knows me knows I will push my limits. Yes. But this one's scary. And again, the vision board. And I think this is a great time to have you on. I am a big believer not waiting till New Year's Eve to oh, yeah. say your vision and your, you know, what you want for the New Year. I do think that's great. Sure. But I also think hey, why not start at a new month? Oh, 100%. New week. This time of year, any time really, but this time of year I think is especially powerful because it's before the holidays. You can get your mind centered before everything goes bananas and then you're already, I hate the word ahead, but you are, right? Like you've already started aligning. You've already started putting those Mm -hmm. pieces together. Your support system, your vision, whatever you need to move through. Because like we say, like, the moving through fear is the biggest way to make your vision happen. It's also the hardest. So mm-hmm. having a not – like you need to arm yourself with all the things like your therapist, your support squad, your coach, your like listening to all the podcasts. Like you have to have those on speed dial and your vision board 
can be a huge part of that too. But having those things that are going to ground you and constantly remind you of that belief in yourself that we all self-sabotage ourselves constantly, wake up in night sweats and all the things, that's the key there. Like the more that you can do that and have that one friend on speed dial or Mm -hmm. whoever that is who's going to be like, Angel, like you're going to do this. You've got this. Like this, believe in yourself. Yeah, that's a tough one to have friends like that because I don't know if I really – I mean, I do have my girlfriends, but – Girl, text me anytime. Yeah, you're gonna be <laughs> getting blown up by us too in the next week. Yeah, I, I don't. Um, it's weird because uh, you lose friends along the way, and then even as you become successful, people become distant. So it's rare to have. You know, like I said, I travel alone. Even yesterday, I was sitting at the bar alone after I met with my girlfriends because they went to go hang out with friends, and uh, and that's my thing. That's my go to. And so, yeah, I think for me, just kind of being that friend to people, yeah, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like, you know, because I, I love to be that with my employees. Like, come on, I believe in you. This is amazing. This is what you're called to do. Mm-hmm. But also being that to my friends. I think also it's important to keep in mind we never fully arrive, right? Like, there's oh, not. yeah. Like, it's- I told when we had the Brain Code Center girl on, you never fully heal, either like it's it's always healing we're until the day we have our last breath yeah. you know i've never even though i'm better than i was three years ago mm-hmm. i'm like i think of all the shit i still gotta work on mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and it becomes overwhelming because you're like i thought i was growing yeah <laughs> and then you're like I, one step back and you're yeah and then there's times where you you mess up or you're like yeah. you know what? i shouldn't have done that i shouldn't have said that and it's like a restart and but it's crazy because it makes me realize, like, this is the journey of life. Like, totally. we are human. Mm-hmm. We're working with humans who are, we're all failing flawed. at something and, yeah, and, and flawed. Yeah. And we're all continuously trying to work on ourselves. Yeah. And I think that that's the gift, right, is is recognizing mm-hmm. that there's never that moment where you sit back and you're like, well, I'm like <laughs> my Hello. fullest, highest self. I'm making <laughs> all the perfect decisions. Welcome and, to my kingdom. Right, the welcome seats, to you peasant. my kingdom. <laughs> but it's the growing and it's recognizing that you're growing. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, being wired for success like you are, and I feel like I'm the same way too, it's you're – even as you're arriving at a different level, you're thinking constantly of mm-hmm. the next level. Mm-hmm. And so it really is taking the time to, even if it's just jotting in the notebook, like I did that just this weekend because same thing, I'm in a super expansive space right now where I'm taking some risks that I've never taken before. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, scary. it's so scary. And I was like, I had it so good. Like the business was in lockdown, <laughs> like life was so good. And I've like thrown myself it, yeah, into this turmoil. And so I sat down and I was like, okay, this time last year, like I wanted more than anything to have a team that supported me and I have that team now I wanted to be two months ahead of everything and I'm there like it's those little things where you like you have to that's careful why, what you ask for be careful what you <laughs> ask for right but also being grateful for where where you've arrived what you have done and accomplished and give yourself celebrate those wins are so important too but yeah knowing that we're always works in process in process but Working on ourselves, I think, is the greatest thing. We can do at all stages of our life. Like, I hope I'm still working on myself the moment I take my last breath. Like, yeah, I right. think that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah. I want to tie this in with financial freedom. Sure. So why don't you tell us about how you – kind of your original story, how you got started and noticed with your 
group of women yeah. that you used to meet with. Yeah. And then let's get into some financial tips. Sure. Yeah. So the way that Smart Cookies started was truly we were in our 20s living in Vancouver and making good money, but just not we wanted to buy condos and just start creating wealth and not just be buying nice jeans. Like that's really what we wanted. And we couldn't find any education that really resonated with us. So we started meeting the five of us every single week and creating vision boards was one of the first things we did and created goals for our life. And then we're like, well, how much money do we need to achieve these goals? And then literally worked it back by like the year, the month, the week. What are the little action steps we needed to take? And we held each other accountable and we celebrated with one another. And And over the course of a year, we're able to make some pretty amazing financial moves and ended up on Oprah to share our story, which was amazing. And then the business of Smart Cookies evolved from there, which was all about money and making smart, aligned financial choices. And same thing that we talk about with the vision boards, just having that vision and creating a financial plan that is in alignment with that. I think right now millennials are frivolously spending too. You know, why do you I, think that is? Because I'm one of them. No, well, not even. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I know. No, I'm not. I don't frivolous. I don't frivolously spend. I just don't have a financial plan in mm-hmm. place to even have money because it's. Yeah, I don't like, think you spend. I think if I don't. anything, you're really good at um, bargains and stuff like that. I think. Instagram has a lot to do with it and keeping up with like posts and the traveling, the purses, the cars. I mean, some of these kids have cars that (laughs) it blows my mind. I'm like, okay, (laughs) what on earth? And so it makes me afraid of my kids. Luckily, my kids don't give a shit and they're not really on social. But, you know, for keeping up with the Joneses and yeah. always wanting the latest and the yeah. hottest, which is setting them up for a financial failure or financial debt. Yeah, so much debt and trying to keep up. And I think credit that, cards. Yeah, credit cards. And I mean, it's it's different now with social media, but it's kind of the same. I relate to that because that's what started this whole journey for me, right? And so I just wanted to know, okay, what is – what's my plan every month? And is my money going towards the things that really matter to me? And if it is, like, for example, I wanted, back then I wanted to buy a home, have a damn payment for a home. Um, I had some credit card debt I wanted to get rid of and basically be able to have money to, all my friends were getting married, like be able to, yeah. to be able to cover those costs. That's the other thing. Everyone's getting married. And so they, yeah. these weddings so are like $60,000. Oh, it's gotten the party. The I do party. The, and then, then the I do party. Party. And then they get divorced, and then they want a the divorce party. Shit, how it is. First of all, I never had a divorce party. I'm deprived of two. We do need to. No, I don't. I don't want to no. celebrate that. I think that's weird. Um, but no, I do think that again these these weddings and I and I get these girls ready, and the amount of money that they spend on these weddings, I'm like shit. What does your mom and dad do? I know. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then I get confused because I'm like, I feel like I don't even have money to spend on anything other than bills. But I think, too, yeah. it comes down to having that budget, having that plan yeah. and taking action. So Yeah. And just aligning in that. And I'm not a big, like, micromanage your budget I because I just think that's not – realistic. So what I what I recommend, and we have tools on smartcookies.com too that I can point everyone to, it really is like having a spending plan that mm-hmm. are for the things that are important to you and make sure the money is funneling to that 
to those things and whatever is left over, spend it however the hell you want. And then the one thing though that I really recommend is having a what I call a flow account. So it's not an emergency fund. Yes, you should have an emergency fund too. But the flow account is for, it's like those, they're expected expenses, but they happen once or twice a year, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like your tax bill, your, I don't know, whatever it may be, some coaching that you're investing in. So you know those expenses are going to come up, but it's when the, when they do, you're like, fuck, like, where's the money for that? So just putting a little bit into that every month so that when that bill comes, you have a separate bank account and you can just whoop, cover that. And then you don't have to pull from your emergency fund. You don't have to pull from those other goals too. So I know it takes discipline, but we do have um, some templates on smartcookies.com to help okay. with that too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Resources. What percent of each paycheck would you ideally recommend, at, you know, average salary of a 28-year-old in Denver, yeah. what percent should be going to savings, to flow, and then investing? That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, yeah, but for sure. So I'm a little bit different than a lot of people who give financial advice. I don't like subscribing to like a one-size-fits-all, 30%, mm-hmm. 20%, 10%. I think it really is personal and also depends on where you are in life. I will say this too really quickly about debt. Credit card debt, yes. Obviously, like we shouldn't go into credit card debt. But I also think there's a real especially in the personal finance world, people really beating, especially women up for having debt. And I'm like, debt can actually be a strategic tool you can leverage. Mm-hmm. So number one, I want to say that if you're, because a lot of people are like, oh my God, I'm in so much debt. Yes. I don't know what to do. And I'm like terrible with money and all the things. Everyone at some point in their lives has debt. You are not your debt. You are not defined by it. You can move out of it. And we have resources and tools to help with that. So that said, if that is a goal for you, like, oh my gosh, I really want to get out of debt. I would say put whatever you can in your budget to towards that and towards, your, again, your other goals. If you want to be buying a home, et cetera, things are expensive though. Mm-hmm. So that's why you, it doesn't break down into a simple formula. It's really putting those goals first. I say do whatever you can to have at least three to six months of like bare bones living expenses mm-hmm. in you would most people call it an emergency account. I like to call it a sleep peacefully account. I'm like, no one wants to manifest emergencies in their lives. That's not yeah. fun. So pad that. So whatever that. So for a few months, that might be 20% of your paycheck. It might be fit. Just crunch the numbers and figure out what you need to do. That's mm-hmm. a good, that just gives you that peace of mind of like, okay, I have, I have some overflow there. And then for your flow account, that's where you need to figure out. I would look at your past one to two years of just expenses. So dig into your credit card statements, your bank Starbucks. statements. Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks and Flower Child. <laughs> like, um, Instacart, your grocery store is like 0.5 of a mile away. Yeah. <laughs> that's a cool, that's a cool exercise to do. I call that the spending edit. And that's a really, fu- it really is, like can be that. fun to do. So you dig out your bank statements, your credit card statements, and just just go through and just don't no judgment just be like okay number one did I really love this like I came home from work I was exhausted I got takeout D- did I love it yes then fuck yes it's fine yeah um, but if you like had dinner at home and you ordered takeout and it was kind of shitty you'd be like what the, why did I do you know what I mean yeah. so just kind of go through another question and this is a game changer it's something I call the rather factor so you're going through your expenses and you're like okay say you bought a designer bag last month amazing but ask yourself would I have rather that money gone towards my down payment I'm saving for or the business that I want to start? 
that's where you start to frame your mind of like your money is really a energetic tool, right? So where you put your money matters. Are you putting it towards the things that really matter or are you putting it towards things that mm-hmm. you think other people are important? Yeah. Um, you're trying to project a certain image. Like, is it really important to you at the end of the day? And then add all that up. And that's an eye opener because it's hundreds if not thousands of dollars a month that is going towards things that aren't really aligned with who we are at our core and where we want to go in life. And so once you know that, you can be like, well, fuck, I have like $2,000 extra in my budget that yeah. I could be going that could be going towards these other things. We think we don't have the extra money, but in reality, oftentimes we do. Oh, 100%. So it's about finding it and just being conscious about it. Do you want me to start dyeing your hair so you can save money? <laughs> <laughs> I let my roots grow to skunk level sometimes. That's when you wear the hat. So it's all yeah, good. Yeah, it's fine. Winter yeah. season's coming. Oh, my gray. I, then I spray the shit out of it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Now it's getting real dusty up there. Dusty. <laughs> Definitely time for some it's gray It's time coloring. to invest in, yeah, yeah some coloring for sure. <laughs> no, well, I, I love having you on the podcast because it's a good refresher. It's a good reminder of, you know – to think bigger and think outside yeah. of what we're normally thinking, to put aside the fear, what is one thing that you've taken away from this? Mm. I am going to stop living in fear and just make moves and stop the imposter syndrome. Yeah. Because mm. it's all bullshit. It's all mm. in my head. It Live is. more purposely. Love that. Really just And fuck I will fear. say, you're never going to stop it. Right. So it's just never recognizing it and moving through it. Because that's because then then we screw with ourselves and we're like, it's not going away. The imposter said, like, it doesn't. I don't mm-hmm. think it ever goes away. I yeah. think it's just you build up your muscle to yes. know, like, the comfort is on the other side of that. And by comfort, I mean, like, not lazy comfort, like, that feeling of peace of, like, ah, yeah, like, I've done the thing, right? Like, I've mm-hmm. moved through it. And once you do it, realizing, oh, shit, it wasn't as scary as I thought. And the worst yeah. situation that I thought could happen won't even happen. Yeah. And then you build up yeah. that evidence for yourself, yes, right? Yes, the evidence. And note that down because there'll be times in your life when you'll go back to those same patterns. So to note, like, what I did, how I was feeling, how I moved through it mm-hmm. is super important because then when you come back and you're, you know, in your thoughts and in your head again, you can reference that. And referencing your own thoughts and your own internal dialogue are, is one of the most important important things you can do. Amen. Yeah, Love that. What about you, Angel? Gosh, fear. The fear. Because no matter how much success or where you're going, the fear sometimes continues to grip me. And um, especially this pivotal moment in my life where I'm making decisions, I'm afraid to think too big. Like I, I get nervous mm-hmm. um, and I get comfortable and so just really um, standing by my faith, you know, yes. I have uh, scriptures all over my my vision board too. What a man thinks, so is he. And I believe that yes. strongly. Yeah. Yeah. When I sit down today to do my month, because I, I haven't really sat down with October yet to really visualize. And it's also the month that I turn 44. To really say, stop thinking um, the way, like I put myself in a little box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really think outside and really write down without any fear. Yeah. And then once I ex- sense that fear, to recognize it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To call it out and then say, okay, I'm, even if it's laughable, like people would laugh if they read this, you know, not going to run for president, but yeah. <laughs> Angel for Pez. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. You never know. <laughs> On next week's podcast, <laughs> <laughs> do want to marry Kanye. 
No, but thank you so much for the reminder. And where can we find you? Where can they find you on, on Instagram? Yeah, for sure. And give us one tip to do today for all our listeners. What's one thing that they can do? Do one thing to show up today as not playing small. And I think when we say playing big, that can be so scary, but it's actually the smallest move. It could be how you respond or don't respond to a situation. Could be saying, delete that paragraph, girls. <laughs> <laughs> Type it and right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The drug text, <laughs> Un- do not. Unsend. <laughs> no, but truly, Unsend. it's those little things. How you decide to walk into a room today, how you um, have an interaction, something kind you say to a stranger on the street. It could be a little thing. It also could be a huge thing. Could be sending a pitch to Oprah. You know, it's it's those little moves every single day that add up. And it is about showing up mm-hmm. as that person that you know you are. It's not becoming someone different. We all have that at our core. Mm-hmm. It's just been years and years of it been being buried down. So it's time to start showing up as that person you know you are. Last wow. question. Last question, then we'll end. Yes. Morning routine. What is the best thing you can do in the morning yeah. to help you fulfill your visualization? So first of all, look at your vision board before you go to bed. Um, and first thing in the morning, there's neuroscience research that shows that's most of your brain is like a little sponge to get it all in there. In the morning? Yeah, in the morning and then right before bed. Okay. Um, too. And then it really is doing whatever it is for you that aligns you in, I say your highest self, but like your best self for the day, whether it's a quick meditation or I loved you guys. Do you know anything about human design? That's yes. like a whole other podcast. So the Mind Human Design app, I freaking am obsessed with. And I have that on repeat um, in the morning while I'm just getting ready. So a morning routine I don't think needs to be like super strict, rigid, but just a couple of things that just ground you in yourself and get yourself in that energy of what is possible instead of being stuck first thing in the morning of like, oh my God, everything's going to go wrong mm-hmm. and what's going on on Instagram and all the things. Mm-hmm. So boards. where can we find you? Yes. Oh yeah. Back to that. Okay. So Smart Cookies Collective is um, is me on Instagram. And then the website is smartcookies.com. And we have version 2.0 of the vision boards coming out Ooh. just in time for the holidays and for all the good stuff. So what a great gift. They are someone. Beautiful. beautiful. And we hand make all of them. And so there is a limited quantity. So make sure you're on the wait list. We have over 500 people on the wait list already. Oh, Hop on it, ladies. Thank you. Huge. Sweat my balls up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've been working really hard and we're really excited to get them out there. But make sure you're on the wait list because they are going to go really fast. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And we will see you next year. I think it should be a yearly thing. Mm-hmm. Fun. Um, love I'd that. love to look back. Uh, Lexi and I have some goals. Yeah. And to look back and kind of talk about you know, what's going on and yeah, and celebrate what, what sure. come to life hundred percent, and set some new goals. Yes. Thank I love so that. Much. Thank you Thank so you. much. Have a good one. It hurts to be pretty, pretty, pretty.